Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 618. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about the one or maybe two mistakes that can kill your retirement. This headline caught my attention because... I was flipping through the online version of Coastal Living Magazine, of all things, and this article caught my attention, and they called it The One Thing You're Doing That Could Kill Your Retirement, and it's written by Alex Langone. Well, there were some things that I agreed with and some things I didn't agree with, so that's why I'm calling it The One or Two Mistakes That Could Kill Your Retirement, because I don't think it's just one thing. So I'm going to share with you the article and then I'm going to share with you my opinions about what I agree with and where I think this is a little bit off the mark. So it says, what's the first thing you did the last time you got a raise? If it involved buying a designer handbag or an $800 Lego set, you may want to think twice the next time you feel entitled to splurge after a paycheck bump. When starting a higher paying job or receiving a bonus, It's only natural to want to reward yourself for working hard. But if you start spending all the new money you're making, you'll end up in the same situation you were in before your raise, with no additional savings to show for it. There's a term for this dollar in, dollar out mentality, quote, lifestyle inflation, end quote. And financial advisors call it a huge missed opportunity that could damage your financial security and retirement. It can be subtle, but America is a consumption-based society, says Peter Creeden, a certified financial planner and CEO of Crystal Brooks Advisors with offices in Manhattan and Mount Sinai, New York. The mentality, I want to show that I'm doing well and I can afford this, has become acceptable and the idea of buy now, pay later has become entrenched. Advisors say Americans should aim to save approximately 10 times their income for retirement, but the median retirement account balance was just $26,331 in 2017, according to a report from Vanguard, which means most of us aren't saving nearly enough. To be sure, some people aren't making enough to save, but plenty of us are, and we just aren't making it a priority. Something else is eating up Americans' hard-earned money. Lifestyle inflation is something most of us have been guilty of at some point in our lives. Thanks to a raise, you can finally afford that Caribbean vacation or a big screen TV, so you buy it. Or you go even bigger and you buy a new house, which is harder to maintain than the old one, so you have to hire a cleaning person and a landscaper to come regularly to help. Before you know it, you're locked into higher spending patterns and you've lost any opportunity to save part of that extra money you're making. Many Americans fall victim to lifestyle inflation because they feel pressure to maintain appearances and keep up with the Joneses, especially in the age of social media. One in four Americans reported feeling envious 
after seeing someone posting about a purchase or vacation on social media in the past year, according to a 2016 study conducted by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants, and almost 40% of Americans said seeing other people's purchases and vacations on social media prompted them to look into a similar purchase or vacation. But if you don't start saving more money as you make more, it's easy to fall behind and you may never have the chance to make up the difference. Not only that, but you miss out on the compound interest that extra savings would have earned too. While it's tempting to treat yourself, try increasing your 401k contribution rate immediately following your raise. That way you won't get used to the fatter paycheck and the additional spending power it holds. The people who take a longer term view of their finances tend to outbalance better in the end, Creedon says. Then it goes on to say, if you're already contributing the maximum amount to your retirement accounts for 2019, the max you can contribute is $19,000 to your 401k and $6,000 to your IRA, with additional catch-up contributions allowed for those 50 and over, consider making one extra mortgage payment each year moving forward. The benefits are twofold. You're building more equity in your home while knocking a few years off your payment schedule. The same can apply to other kinds of debt like student loans. Write down what you plan to do with your bigger paycheck to hold yourself accountable. It might sound trite, but it's true. If you have a plan in your head, it's a wish. If you write it down, it's a plan. So I'm going to stop right there. The article does have a little bit more to it, but that really was the main gist of what I wanted to say. Now he's really focusing on the contributions and making sure that you're putting enough away. But I think that's not actually the real problem. You see, a lot of people are good savers and a lot of people are putting a healthy amount into their 401k. The problem is, and maybe this is the second problem, he says savings is the first problem. The second problem is that when the money is going into the 401k, it's not getting invested for growth. So what if you were putting plenty of money into your 401k, but it was all going into cash and it was sitting there at 2% interest and it sat there at 2% interest for 20 years. Well, let's say you were putting $10,000 a year into your 401k and you put it into the cash account at 2% for 20 years. Well, after 20 years, it would grow to $262,692. If you left it in there for 30 years, it would grow to $431,908, a difference of about $170,000. Now that's if you're putting it into just basically cash and not earning much on your money. But we know that the stock market year in and year out over time can earn about 10% over the long term. There's no guarantee. Yes, it can vary from year to year, but over time in the past, it's averaged about a 10% return. So if you were a person who was investing for growth and put that $10,000 a year into your 401k and were able to put it into a stock portfolio that did average 10% per year, over 20 years, you'd have $697,000, or over 30 years, potentially $1.983 million. Or a difference, if you were investing between 2% versus 10% over 20 years, 
you'd have $430,000 more if you were able to invest and earn the 10%. And if you were able to invest for 30 years and earn 10% instead of 2%, you'd have $1.5 million more. So you see, it's not just about the saving and putting enough into your 401k. That's just part of the battle. The real money is made in how you're allocating your portfolio. It's all about the asset allocation. It's all about investing for growth. And it's all about the stock market cooperating over the long term and assuming that we're still going to get the long term or better returns than we have in the past. But my point is... A lot of people do just focus on telling you to put more money into your 401k, which I completely agree with. But I'm just saying that's only part of the equation. The major part of this, even if you put in less money than the $10,000 per year, if you were a smart investor and invested for growth, and if the stock market cooperated at historical levels, and you were able to earn 10% over the long term, you'd still probably have plenty of money for retirement. So the more important part of the equation is really in the asset allocation and how you're choosing your investments. That's why I harp on you about not using those target date funds and using their asset allocation model, but creating your own asset allocation model, just like I've talked about on other podcasts. And you also want to make sure that you aren't just putting your money in cash, that you're not just dumping it into your 401k and not thinking about it and just leaving it there sitting in cash. I've seen that be very, very common as well. That's not going to do you a whole lot of good. So those are the two things that can really mess up your retirement. It's not just not putting enough into the 401k or IRAs, It's about investing them for growth, investing them properly diversified and properly asset allocated for growth so that you can maximize your return over that whole 20 or 30 years that you're investing for retirement. I will put a copy of the article in the show notes so you can take a look at that. If it's time for you to learn more about asset allocation, get more comfortable with it, be given actual growth models that I use, fill out the short application and let's talk about the VIP experience. I share with you exact asset allocation models for growth with ticker symbols, percentages, and everything that you need to have your 401k allocated properly or your IRA allocated properly, or any taxable account that you might have allocated properly. You can look at all of your accounts as one large asset allocation model. If you haven't yet subscribed to Be Wealthy and Smart, hit the subscribe button and you'll be updated as soon as new podcasts are available. And if you haven't checked out my book, You're Already a Wealth Heiress, Now Think and Act Like One, Six Practical Steps to Make it a Reality Now, It's a lot like this podcast, but people tell me it's like the podcast on steroids. And I think that's a good thing. It's chock full of things like your millionaire action plan, your wealthiest checklist of things to do, lots of inspirational stories and practical things that will move you toward financial freedom. And it was even voted one of the best wealth books of all time by Book Authority. There's also a link in the show notes for that, or you can pick it up on Amazon. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart.
Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.